Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to the Selfie Show. It's Tori and Sam. Two besties bring you all things healthcare, humor, and unpopular opinions, which we've had a lot of lately. Mm-hmm. Especially on our bonus episodes, but there's just so much happening. There is. 2023 is popping. There's a lot going on. Pop culture, all these things. We were going to do a recap of the Murdoch murders, but this is, it's getting bumped because this is more important. We got to talk about this. I'm glad we pushed it though because I slept 24 hours over the weekend and did not watch. So <laughs> So I cannot be as good of a participant anyway, so it's better this way. So by now, you guys know, there's talks circulating everywhere about this, the TikTok ban. And today, we're going to recap so many thoughts about this, social media in general. Why is it getting banned? What does this mean for us? What should we be doing? So the latest, as we know, TikTok was banned from all government devices in January. And their main argument was, is privacy, right? So they are moving now to remove remove TikTok from all devices. And this is coming from political moves, whatnot. So we're going to go through some key hot topics and just kind of start recapping our thoughts on this. Well, and their big concern with privacy is China. Right. Is that... 100%. And so the first question in my head when you're really talking about this is... How can this be enforced? Like, what does this look like? What does this ban look like in terms of the app store and how this is going to affect it? So this was obviously started during the Trump era, right? So the Trump administration had spelled out some examples of banning. So that included... He wanted it gone because we kept making fun of him. (laughs) Really low key. So this would be included in app stores not being allowed to carry it and hosting internet services not being allowed to host it as well. If you had an iPhone, it would become exceedingly difficult to get to the native app on your phone uh, through the Apple store or get updates if the app had when you're downloading it for those. Hypothetically, this is a way that they could do it. It would be also conceivable that companies would be prohibited from advertising on the app and content creators wouldn't be able to use TikTok's monetization tools. So they're coming up with some creative ways to really ban this. You know what this screams? What? Dictatorship. 100%. North Korea. Yeah. Like, And that's the first point we wanted to talk about. Are you kidding about. me? Yeah. This is huge because I do think that this is a First Amendment right as a base, right? Like... Banning an app, to me, in my humble opinion, and especially this type of app, that is a huge move to essentially like just in terms of communication and free rights and speech and having all these things. To me, that's number one. This is like a First Amendment issue. Well, I genuinely understand the concern over it being Chinese owned and the I get the privacy concerns about does this mean that China can have access to privacy information about U.S. TikTok users and what that could lead to. And I get that. National security matters. But let's be fucking for real. Right. It's 2023. Like we got hot air balloons fucking floating around and being shot down all over the country that are like. Yeah. The Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. guys, there's already like. Yeah. Whatever info there's we've been spying since the Soviet <laughs> Union and shit. Right. If people want the info, it's already there. Let's Creative. be real. Like yeah. they we have info about them. They got info about us. If they want to see me scroll TikTok in bed at 4 a.m. and be like, 
<laughs> knock yourself out because I'm right. sitting there being like, oh, right now I'm, I'm Team Selena. Right. I'm like watching dog videos. TikTok thinks I'm a lesbian. Like <laughs> I'm just in bed. And then all I do is send to my best friend in Portland. Send to my best friend. I'm heavy on the millennial TikTok. So just I'm firing them off. That's how we communicate. I don't even talk to her for a week straight. Other than yeah, I other send a TikTok topics. and she sends one back and then I send one and then we go, haha, that's a good one. Literally. So mm-hmm. it's like, what privacy breach are they really gaining access from that they don't already have? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. So in terms of privacy, some argue that national security concerns outweigh implications on speech, especially when users have a wide range of other social media platforms from which to choose. Even so, policymakers must walk a delicate line as there could further be consequences of TikTok ban. To me, this is really interesting because if if you're talking about the issue of privacy concerns in terms of people's data, the, all of these platforms have been buying and selling information for years, right? So it's like, to me, this is such a like interesting argument because that's what's going on here. Like well, Meta, literally, that's what they do. Their argument, though, is Meta is a U.S. company. Based. This, Their whole, and I get it. I get that it's Chinese owned. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if China wants our shit, they got it. Like, <laughs> they already so, got it. And then thing with, honestly, I'm more concerned that our own government is tracking things like, oh, our period tracking apps to see oh. if we had an abortion in Texas. Right. I'm more concerned that you guys are up in our shit like that and mm-hmm. you're in our own personal data or the fact that you overturned Roe v. Wade, which Roe v. Wade was not like on the basis of is abortion legal or not. It was about privacy. Privacy. And so we're going to just overturn that and completely abandon privacy uh, by overturning Roe v. Wade. And then and I get I get the foreign aspect, but the hypocrisy like, come on, what what are they finding on TikTok that they don't art get? Yeah, get out of here. So something that's come up quite a bit is why is this happening, right? Like when you're getting to the root of this, what's what's really going on? I mean, they can, of course, say the privacy. But what's interesting is more and more this is coming out in terms of the financial backing or the reason for this. So TikTok earned $205 million more than Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Insta- Instagram combined on the app in 2023. Is. That is crazy. All of these platforms had a very rough 2022, clearly. And I would argue since 2020, like this app has been growing, growing, growing. And Meta shares a loss, lost two thirds of their value as a company for three consecutive quarters. Hmm. This is, it's almost like money talks. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg is not so happy that everyone is over metaverse because Facebook, we can all agree, sucks. Yeah. Facebook's drag. I'm sorry. You're still on <laughs> We there. all know. I get it's it. It's not new. And everyone you know, knows. A lot of people are still on there to keep up with family or people that they can't talk to elsewhere. But in reality, Facebook is just a cesspool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, But Instagram being owned by Meta, genuinely, have you not felt decline of just oh, yeah. how difficult the algorithm is yeah. and to i remember when we used to be able to see things in chronological order yeah blessed the days it's there when you could see chronological foot. order yeah it's just everything people are like we didn't ask for that and metaverse is like but we're giving it to you anyways mm-hmm. on instagram and 
during remember pandemic i didn't have tiktok yeah and some young people in my gym would send them to me and i didn't have the app and i was like this is just a bunch of kids dancing. I don't want to see this shit. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. way too old for it. And then it's yeah, like trends. slowly and surely there's nothing else to do through the pandemic. And then you start to find people your own age on there releasing content that has to do like, oh, from when I was in high school and back in the day and you find your people and your group right. and you're like, yeah, meta, like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. sorry, metaverse. But I think it's really funny that you bring up the financial side because how much of it, yes, privacy but how much of it is the fact that financials are going to not a u.s-based company or u.s-based pockets anymore yep weird it is oh yeah absolutely so then also this is funny to me so facebook is fighting back just last month mark zuckerberg announced a paid verification program via instagram account so users will pay 12 dollars a month via web payments or $15 a month if they subscribe in an app and get quote meta verified unquote. So to me, I'm like, this is just really interesting. Like this is what you came up with to help. Yeah. Like, so aren't they piloting that in Australia? first? I believe it's being piloted. I hope it Mm -hmm. fails so miserably. So that shit doesn't come to here. Because could you imagine like if you want a blue check mark by your name, you just go buy it. It takes away the whole point value. I don't need to verify that the kid I went to high school with is the kid I went to high school with so I can see his shitty gender reveal party Mm -hmm. pictures. I don't need that. It's just, it's more to have the verification of our notable figures, Mm -hmm. no, like a real page. It's just interesting because it takes away, to me, that cheapens the the whole Instagram community. Like it cheapens it. And it's interesting because in my head, why don't they come up with more creative things? Like if you want to start going down a different road with verification, like, then create a different color check mark. Like there's so so many things that they could do yeah, to be creative. Like right? to verify yourself on a dating app. Like on no, that's a thing. On hinge, Tinder, you put all your pictures up, but to make sure you're not a catfish, you also have to take a real snapshot of real time of you so that the app can verify, yeah, you're not. So not everyone verifies their dating app profiles, mm-hmm. but I feel like, yeah, you could be verified that isn't the typical blue check mark. I think what you're saying is true. It just it's like dilutes the it's whole thing and it's what's it's the point the it's account. just stupid it, it, it's just yeah i know if everyone's and, verified then what does it even mean anymore it's like, right absolutely like it's i think it just kind of gives that a, an ick to me and we're not verified so it's not yeah. like we're on like some high horse about no. it being special like we're not I'm, verified we're <laughs> fucking nobody i don't need to pay 12 dollars so that but you also if we did see- get verified i would feel like i we earned that right yeah. it's something where you do feel like for so long it has been something that you feel like in the community earn and to me this is just it's not it's not good it's all bad so the next and it's a money it's a yeah. gross money grab you're gonna get 12 bucks or 15 bucks from everyone who just wants to post pictures of their like dogs and food. Yeah, Come on. Absolutely. So along those lines too, something that has been brought up and I've been seeing this of course on TikTok is in terms of like the app and where it's going and why this is happening is this is really politically motivated. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because now leaders on both sides of the aisle, including Biden, have called the ban to severely restrict Americans from accessing TikTok. So in, okay, this is my thought. Every politician we know, the Democrats, Republicans, independents, whatever category, right? 
they all, whoever's signing the bill with this ban on TikTok, I has 100% received funds from either Google or Mark Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. Like there has to be a trail. Like if we look through all those people that are signing this, there absolutely has to be a trail. And the thing about it, what's interesting is the most amount of people on this app, I would argue, are Gen Z and millennials, right? And we are the largest voting population mm -hmm. for the next 10 years. And so I think int what's interesting is I think if you get your name on that bill, we're going to know. I think it's definitely a bunch of boomers trying to silence the youth. Mm -hmm. Genuinely. Right. This is very politically driven. And it's, it's funny, too, because even my mom. So my mom's a boomer and she loves this app. She loves TikTok. Lori is sending me back and forth TikToks. So what's interesting is I think even the people, I, no matter who you are, what you are age wise, I feel like a lot of people really love TikTok for what it is. And so these politicians who are really driving this, you just got to wonder, like, where is your your true motive? And the motive is, I would say, like we've been saying, financially motivated. Financially motivated and power motivated to yeah. stay in a position of power because you saw the voter turnout and Gen Z being participating in higher numbers than ever, ever, ever before in younger generations. Like that age gr group of voters is historically the lowest voting and that has been consistently changing because they're getting more involved they're more socially aware they're involved and boomers don't like that yeah boomers don't like that you think like mitch mcconnell's little turtle ass is like <laughs> excited to have have i mean really when there. you when you look behind like who's behind these efforts right it's interesting because while tiktok doesn't have vocal defenders in congress it does have a long list of the antagonists mm -hmm. and that would include republicans hoping to ban, ban tiktok such as marco rubio of florida you have representative mike gallagher of wisconsin you have some really big names who are on this and What's interesting is all of these have introduced some kind of legislation attempting to ban the app or force its parent company, which is called ByteDance. For all those of you who don't know, that would be the parent company to TikTok to sell the platform to an American company. If they did that, would that be a different discussion? Like, you know? Yeah. If it was bought by like 100%. some rich. Yeah. Amer also, like. Mark Rupio and Ted Cruz could not make a funny TikTok to save their life. <laughs> they would not understand how to use a trending sound. Like, they could never. Yeah, I just think right. it's interesting, though, because this isn't just Sam being, like, a crazy liberal at all. Because I think both the right and left mm -hmm. are, bad, are both just yeah. a little out of hand these days. And I also think that if you look at the age in both, it's not representative of the people we have yeah. listen i voted for biden and i don't even think he should have been allowed to run yeah. but i also don't think trump should have been allowed to run because that age whole... limits mm -hmm. term limits and age limits yeah. and some of these people have been in senate longer than mm -hmm. like people that are voting have been alive they're not in touch that have been in government and politics career politicians so not only are they old as fuck now right so it's like they're never aging out. It, this is not the Supreme Court. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where we literally have to wait for them to die. But age limits and term limits. So 
this isn't to me just like if you're listening to this and you don't necessarily have to always agree with my politics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Like we can. Yeah. But again, I think on both sides, you have a lot of really old people yeah. who are really out of touch, who want change, but don't really want change. Mm-hmm. You I know what I mean? We've definitely talked about that, too, yeah. in terms of politicians and I personally feel like if you're of retirement age, you should not be in politics. Like that's just you're not in touch with what's going on. I mean, I know we've we've spoken about that yeah. a couple of times, but I 100 percent agree. And then the next argument being a mental health argument. Right. So Democratic members of Congress have also cited concerns with how much time children are spending online, potentially detrimental effects of social media, including TikTok on children and the greater mental health challenges of younger America that they're facing today. TikTok is already making efforts to find to fend off this criticism. So at the start of March, they announced new screen time limits for users under the age of 17, which is interesting. I don't see that in Metaverse. Uh, yeah. There you go. There you go, right? Also, I will say all media, social media, anything like that, exposure is always going to be detrimental to children. Yes. But back when it was only controlled, like when we grew up, we were only able to see and consume what was on TV, what was on commercials, what was on radio, magazines, and we didn't have just access to all these different people. Kids nowadays are getting to see more representation out there than ever before. We never grew up with that. And I would genuinely argue that kids these days growing up and Gen Z are more empathetic and kind and caring to fellow humans than any other generation ever before them. And I think it's because they do have access to more information. You're not just growing up in your bubble, in your hometown and what you can see. You're seeing so, so much, much more, more different perspectives and all these things. And yes, things can be harmful and consuming if you find the wrong things. But the same thing was to be said about any of that. And they could have found that on Facebook. I mean, mental health is a yeah. crisis in general. And I think it's hard with all the filters and Photoshop. But they were doing that shit in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, that's been a well. <laughs> and the other thing, too, what's interesting is I actually would I think that there's a big push in terms of people talking about that on the apps. Right. So I think there is more awareness because we were the generation with that grew up with both. We had technology mm-hmm. and we grew up without technology. Like I didn't have I didn't even have a cell phone until I think I was like 16, to be honest. I don't think that was even when I started yeah, driving. When I started driving. Yep. Yeah. And so we kind of grew up with both. So like I, to me, I feel like a lot of that comes down to the consumer. Like, mm-hmm. what are you allowing in and in? And as a parent, I'm sure like there are so many hacks that parents must have to try and mitigate this. It's challenging, but here we are. This is a new world, and so many things are going on. I think good things are also going on in the app. A lot of we're saying. learning things. Like it's fun. It's engaging. Like I've learned so many recipes. I've done all my organizing hacks. Like I found great things on there. So to me, I'm like the the focus and the the argument on so much negativity. There's also a lot of really good things coming out of these but apps. We're also talking about mental health and how it's okay yes. to talk about it. And imagine being a teenager. And seeing someone with the same body size as you or also struggling with acne or all these other things and seeing that representation instead of just what mainstream media is consuming. And then, I don't know, I think 
again, it's just... It's also shedding light on really big, heavy topics, which we should be talking about. I think there's a lot of really good that actually comes out of social media. And I feel like they do a lot of that. What's that when scare tactics right yeah. like to try and just scare people into this and look I, back in the day it was marilyn manson is the reason for columbine and school shootings and right. video games and video go. it was video games video games now it's it's always going to be Dang. something because kids are always going to find a way i genuinely think i would not want it would be so hard to be a parent of a child growing up this day and age because there's so much more yeah. out there than we ever had access to it was so hard to even get in touch with your friends Mm -hmm. but I would be more worried about my friends or my child than scrolling on TikTok than what's going on with them in Snapchat world right right. and all the things there it's disappearing and that you can't see and what's going on Mm -hmm. that would be more concerning to me than TikTok well I think a big piece of this is being educated in the technology and I would argue that that's another thought on this is politicians really don't understand these apps and these technology and the devices. Like, I would really, ar- I would argue that it's a big piece of this, right? So I think... Yeah, my in- dad's only in his 60s and he still calls Facebook Facebook and stuff. <laughs> it's like, come on. So I think that they're ill-equipped to really handle modern day technology. They're out of touch. They do not understand. And again, I do think there's a lot of good that's coming out of technology. It's funny because I was just talking to my mom the other day and she was saying how every morning when she wakes up, (laughs) she does her little scrolling for like 20 minutes when she wakes up and that's her little mood boost. She has her, her key creators that she follows and she literally lives for them every day. Sometimes she'll send me one. Just She just loves it. And I think that's funny because we really kind of discount that. Now, am I waking up and opening my app? No. Love you, mom. But I think it's great. We're not talking about the things that we're learning and we're doing and the conversations, the hard conversations, the good conversations, the big ones that we should be having. I've learned more on TikTok than I learned in college. Oh, yeah. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's funny because I think about you and I, like, how different we are when we first met 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I would argue we're better people because of it. Oh, totally. We're having better conversations. We're having all these things. I don't know. I just think that this is a big point of contention is all these lawmakers are, they're just not equipped. And here's what it genuinely comes down to, too, I will say. Mainstream social or mainstream media, the news outlets and all of these things are heavy influenced by politics actually did you just see that thing there was leaked that tucker carlson was actually saying that he can't stand trump like he fucking hates donald trump wow and that got leaked and it's like whoa that's your ride or die bro fox Ah. news has to live on that and die on that hill and i'm sure there's people on the left that don't like some of the prominent like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it's like they both sides everyone's got their agenda i love that nuanced conversation though Uh because here's the thing is nothing is that's why we were talking about this earlier like extremes right everything has to be so extreme now it's like you can't have a nuanced conversation of like i am i represent this and i like this but then i don't like this about that thing no but like where i was going with that was mainstream media is so heavily politically influenced and they can really control the narratives that you're getting. Yep. If you are getting information from TikTok, it's not controlled by anyone. Right. There's no network backing and advertisers and political leads and sponsors and donations or anything like that for newspapers and TV networks and all that stuff. If you just have someone 
that's raw, organic, giving and sharing information on there, it's not controlled. And that's what it comes down to is like a power and control thing. People are now having access to information they never had. I mean, even look at when the Ukraine war was going on. We were literally seeing soldiers, Ukrainian soldiers making TikToks from the battlefield. Do you know how insane that is to see news like that in real time? All the stuff that's going on in Iran Mm -hmm. and all the women there and all the executions and everything like that to be able to see people over there in real time be making all those content content that we're consuming in real time before we would never have access to things like that at all. And it would always be filtered through mainstream media Mm -hmm. and all of those layers and gatekeep. Yep. And that's why I'm saying like, wow, to take away. And sort of along that line, I would think another reason that I am so against this is the hypocrisy, right? And the argument for us, like (laughs) I feel like is what what about freedom, right? Like when we're talking the the irony from the argument in terms of the Republican side is trying to protect it and all these things. But I'm like, wait a minute. You're the one who's trying to say less government. You're trying to argue that we have less control. And here we are trying to control, yeah, even with control, the abortion control. thing. Oh, it's yes. a state's issue. Then why are you talking about a federal ban on TikTok if you're trying to sit there and say, no, abortion, just we're trying to make it less government and let the states decide and less big government. It's right. like mm, everything is a fucking hypocrisy. So we already knew that freedom is very thinly veiled this yeah well and particularly this year i mean you look at roe v raid being turned over to me i'm like the irony is how much our government is trying to really honestly take over so many aspects of our life to me this is this is such a detriment our generation and i really hope our generation we you start speaking up and that's at the voting that is 100 to me in the voting well and to be so worried about the mental health of children but not about them actually living or dying that we're gonna say we're gonna fight to the death over protecting second amendment right and to not have gun control and by the way gun control doesn't mean ban all guns It just means fucking control it. If you have to go through a little bit of a stricter process to avoid kindergartners getting shot up, I would gladly do that. Absolutely. But anyways, going off on a tangent, in general, to sit there and say, oh, mental health of children. What about they need to be alive to even worry about their mental health? Mm -hmm. So let's worry about the fact that like guns are the leading cause of death for children. So let's worry about that. But you want to sit there and go, oh, but our Second Amendment rights, our Mm -hmm. Second Amendment rights, and you want to be so about rights and freedom, but then what about our First Amendment rights? But only when it comes to certain things, it's selective freedom. (laughs) Yeah, it's selective freedom. So Second Amendment rights, even though kids are dying, but let's worry about, oh, the mental health of children, so we're going to restrict your First Amendment rights. Be fucking for real. Also, I would say this, too, in terms of I another reason why I feel like TikTok should not be banned. This is a huge piece of our new culture. And I would feel I feel like this is going to be hurting so many businesses. Like when it comes down to TikTok, so many people and social media in general use this as a form of income. And to me, this is going to be a really huge detriment for a lot of creators out there, no matter what. I don't even care about like individual content creators. I mean, cool. And we create content, but like small businesses Businesses, have absolutely 
sword every time you get some weird one-off viral video Mm -hmm. that goes like boom and hits the internet and then that small business can't even keep up with orders and having to because they're just getting flooded with exposure that they never would have happened. And you know that food critic, Keith, in Vegas? Uh, uh, oh, he's so cute. He, uh, I love obsessed. him. Obsessed. I am hoping he gets he's his adorable. own show soon on the Food Network. But he will go to struggling restaurants, not tell them he's a food critic, buy his own, like, pay for the food himself. He's not, like, trying to get freebies and shit. And he will give an honest rating. And he has literally helped save struggling mom and pop restaurants mm-hmm. and food businesses from being like about to close to just booming and busting. It's like there's so much good out there and there's a lot of small businesses that have benefited. Actually, are you on Clancy's Auto Shop TikTok? No. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Clancy's Auto Shop TikTok, and you understand the viralness of that, please DM me or comment (laughs) it if you are one of part of Clancy's clan unite with me we need to know i need to know if you know what i'm talking about i want to know what is it oh it was literally this is why i fucking love gen z they're so funny there's a sound on tiktok that's just this really funny little song and it's there it's an auto body shop in fort Mm -hmm. lauderdale now they have 225k when i started following clancy's they had six thousand followers and they have 8.4 million likes. So this is the first one. It has 24.8 million views. Wow. And it says, guys, I lied on my resume and got a job doing the social media of this body shop. Please blow this up so I don't get fired. And it's this sound. And it's this filter with a big cat that's <laughs> dancing on top of. You guys probably saw all the ones where it was Shrek dancing yeah. on top of things. Yeah. And 4.4 million likes. All the other companies are commenting. So many other like companies have stolen this like template. And now it has become a thing. Every, oh, this one has 16.2 million views and it's the owner of the shop. And it says, guys, please stop reviewing Clancy's auto body. Boss man has been trying to get Google on the phone all morning and is reporting reviews that haven't gotten any work done (laughs) because people were giving good reviews. And yeah, it's this tiny little just auto body shop in Fort Lauderdale. And now... I mean, just like, think even like Duolingo. We yeah. love Duo. Duo yes. is the funniest thing. Icon. Icon. I- iconic. Also, you know? I genuinely love that their brands are unhinged on TikTok. Absolutely. And they are in on the trends. They're letting Gen Z run their social media. And it would never show up on Facebook. It would never show Absolutely up on their not. Instagram posts. Yeah. But they're just letting Gen Z make trends that don't even make sense, that are just fully unhinged, commenting, bet, okay, bestie, mm-hmm. like, and all of these things. And it's beautiful. It is. And I love, I love like marketing. It's genius. By Gen Z in 2023. Mm. And it's magical. I just think there's also no other platform that is as good at t- as TikTok in terms of exposure and giving emphasis on discovery and yeah. really trying to get the word out. Like there really isn't something as good as that. You're so, not going to ever blow up on Instagram, by the way. No. You're not going to just one day happen. have some Instagram post that goes viral and it, blows up. That just doesn't happen. It's interesting to me how with TikTok, how in terms of like the algorithm, how good it is at really learning what you like and what you don't like. You don't even have to post hashtags on TikTok's yeah. algorithm. It just... It finds the thing that the people want and it blows it up. That Clancy's auto body thing to have 24 million views. What? Why? That would never happen. Instagram wants you to pay to promote your post. Yeah. To do, it's like, mm, yeah, nah. no, no. Yeah. 
No. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. End scene. End scene. I, in terms of TikTok, what does it look like for us? Oh, I, I, I'm curious. This hasn't gone through, obviously. This is something that who knows what's going to happen. I do think it's good food for thought, though. Like, in my humble opinion, lesson learned, we all know we don't own our platforms, right? So this is something that I think in terms of if someone is a business, you know, you just got to think strategically. It's important now more than ever to start getting people onto another platform, kind of gear them towards an email or an IG list. If you are someone that really loves a creator, make sure you're following them on another platform. Make sure that you have a way to get in touch with them. I have all of my favorite creators. I turn on my notifications just so I know. And I I do think there are ways as consumers to support the people that you really love. Make sure you're supporting them. If there's someone you really like that's doing great, like get involved with them. I think this is a big community thing. And also, when you're looking at who you're voting for, just think about these kinds of things. It sounds silly. But really, this is a bigger nuanced conversation of how much are we going to start restricting? Like how many things? It's a scary slope. It is. And say, oh, America, land of the free and you can't have this app and we're restricting speech. That's wild. Which is literally one of the most. I I honestly don't think it'll happen because I think the actual constitution or purists and free speech warriors are going to fight this pretty hard because it's a slippery slope if it starts there where you know that's opening up a big bigger big can of worms and I don't think people truly want to go down that route yeah I think it'll be fought pretty hard I'm curious too the other thing is well if you're so mad about it then why don't you create an app that's as good or better than TikTok you know what I mean (laughs) Get get to work. And the get to work is honestly though, look at it. We went from MySpace to Facebook to Instagram and Vine into this. Yeah. This was musically like yeah. in five years, it's gonna be something new anyways. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, you guys. Well, this is a great, fabulous, Woo! nuanced conversation. We love you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Make sure you're following us on our TikTok. Because yes. we are over there. We are popping off. We love it. It's so fun to meet all you guys. And thank you so much. Make sure you're following us on our Insta as well. That's at C E L L F I E underscore podcast. You can find all of our goodies there linked in the bio for you. And we're on Spotify. So if you can drop five stars on there, we appreciate it. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Please just leave your IG handle so we can reach out and send you free stickers and pins and other goodies, goodies. selfie swag. Absolutely. Make sure you're following us on our IG. That's at Nurse Tori. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned. More content coming next week. Absolutely. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye.